The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is your host, Joey Bushnell, and today's special guest is Justin Brooke. He is one of the world's top experts on traffic generation. He's going to be sharing with you how you can get a lot of targeted traffic to your own website. You can check him out over at imscalable.com. Justin, thank you so much for being on the call with me today. Well, thanks for allowing me to be on this call. Justin, how did you get into online marketing and traffic generation? Well, I, um, I've, I've always been kind of an entrepreneur as a young kid. I mean, I was selling candy out of my backpack and uh, then upgraded from there to selling candy with juice boxes as well. And so I've always been selling. I've always been kind of, you know, had dreams of owning a business and, and, and living differently than the employee lifestyle. I never saw that for me. And, uh, as I got older, um, after I was in a sales job and realized that, you know, my boss was making the majority, you know, I was making 35% commission and the boss was making 65% commission mm-hmm. and I wanted 100% commission. So I decided I was going to go into business for myself and that was kind of a, you know, a, a big decision. I, I quit my job way too early. I jumped in head first. And to make a long story short, I found out about the SCORE organization. It's S-C-O-R-E here in the United States. And the SCORE organization, what they are is they're um, a bunch of, um, you know, it's senior citizens, something like that. They're, they're retired executives. You know, they're CEOs, they're accountants, and and it's run by the Small Business Administration, and it's a free service, and, and they'll help you start your business. Well, I walked in there, and I, I had heard of some guys like Russell Brunson and uh, Frank Kern, and I saw these guys were making money online, and they, they had websites that, that were making money, and that's, that's what I wanted. So I walked into the SCORE organization, who is a bunch of you know old, long-time, traditional business guys, and I said, I want a that pays my bills. And the guy just started laughing, and he was like, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> and so that kind of frustrated me, but I love to be the underdog. I, you know, Nothing pushes me more, nothing like to fire under myself more than when somebody tells me I can't do something, especially if somebody laughs at me. And But, uh, you know, six months later, I walked into that office asking them for accounting advice because I had a website that was paying my bills. And what I had done is I had gotten a, a real lucky. I got a, an internship with Russell Brunson. I saw a post he made in the Warrior Forum. He was looking for someone to work for free. I was like, heck yeah, I'll work for free and learn everything you've got. Went out there, paid my way out to Idaho, stayed with him, worked for free for 30 days, ended up outsourcing most of the work he was wanting me to do. That way I could spend more time with him. I helped him out with, uh, you know, coming from a sales background. I saw something he was doing wrong on his sales calls. 
helped him out, made one little switch in his script and saved him over $100,000 a year. He took me in under his wing. I got the education of a lifetime, applied everything that I had learned there. And by the time I came home, I had a website that was making me about 1500 a month. And that was, you know, at that time, that was enough to pay most of my bills. So that's how I got started. Awesome. And these days, you're known all over the world as the traffic strategist. So you've pretty much tried it all by now, right? There's not really much you don't know about traffic, is there? Well, you know, part of my job as an intern for Russell Brunson, he's got one of the largest marketing libraries in the world. And he literally is always searching to see if somebody has a bigger library than he does. He spent over a quarter million dollars on this marketing library, and my job was to go through and go through these courses and write up reviews for them so that he could post them on his website and get an affiliate commission. So here I was getting to tear through DVDs and books and audio courses and like the greatest marketing training on earth that he, you know, some of these courses were. $5,000, $1,000, and so I got the education of a lifetime, and, and then what I did is I took that information, and I went back home with it. When I went back home, I was still broke. You know, I hadn't had anything. You know, I didn't make money while I was there, but I took the, the last $60 that I had, you know, and that was from half of my electric bill, and uh, paid half my electric use $60 to start up a Google AdWords account. I, re- I remember I, I wrote up a whole report to my wife about how I was going to take the $60, start a $2 a day budget. You know, I was going to drive it to this to this website, and we had a little info product that I had learned how to do from Russell. And long story short, I took that $60, I started a pathetic little AdWords account, made $150 my first month, Paid back the electric bill, reinvested it, doubled my money for 11 months in a row, and uh, you know I had a six-figure business by the time I was done after that year. Very cool. That's a great story, and, and thank you for sharing it with us. So what are the main types of traffic that we can get, and which are your personal favorites? There are five traffic methods. In fact, uh, later on today, I'm having a, a meeting here in my office with my team to go over the five types of traffic. We do a lot of Facebook here, a lot of retargeting. Mm -hmm. And so some of my team members have never gotten introduced to all five of these. And this this whole month I'm uh, spending just training people. We're we're not doing any sales calls, just training my team on these five methods because I believe that these five traffic methods are everything you need and this would get you millions and millions of visitors. It is Google. You know, so with, with Google, you've got SEO, you've got AdWords, you've got banner ads, so it's, you know, you got retargeting. So there's the Google network, and then there's Facebook PPC, and then there's banner ads, mm-hmm. email ads, and CPV ads. And with, with the banner ads, I, you know, retargeting is banner ads, essentially. So I couple that with, with banner ads. But okay. with Google, Facebook, Display ads or banner ads, email, you know, we, we, what we do is we go look for people who have big giant newsletters, uh, you know, a hundred thousand subscribers, a million subscribers. We approach them and we ask them to pay them to send out an email on our behalf. And there's just lots and lots of these out there. 
where they will take advertisements, and so we'll pay them to run an ad to their email list. That works tremendously well. And then CPV, which is basically pop-ups, but they're not the malicious, like, virus kind of pop-ups. It's mm-hmm. permission-based pop-ups from people who have joined networks where they wanted to see something or other, and, and now they're getting pop-ups because whatever they got was free. So with, with all five of those methods, you can get, and I, I would say, an unlimited traffic. And the only reason I uh, you know, hesitate on saying unlimited, there is a finite amount of people in the world, but it's essentially an unlimited amount of traffic. Do you believe in free traffic, Justin, or is there just no such thing as free traffic? Well, technically, there's no such thing as free traffic. Uh, I mean, you, you've got to work for it all. Even even word-of-mouth traffic, you still have to build the product. You still got to do customer service and, and all that stuff. But, you know, there's... There's traffic methods where you don't have to pay any money to get the traffic, you know, SEO, social, viral traffic, and I believe in that stuff. I do a lot of that stuff for myself. I do a lot of inbound marketing. I'm a customer of HubSpot. We do a lot of blogging. Um, I, I get a majority of my customers through social and blogging, but I do not pay any attention to SEO. I haven't for the last year and a half. Um, it's just there's too many crazy things going on in the Google world. And when you get your own traffic outside of when Google sees that you don't need to rely on Google to run your business, Google will give you traffic. They, they see that you're a pop. They, they see that you're a popular website and you're getting traffic from all these other sources. So then they say, oh, this, this guy's popular and he's not even using us. So, bam, you know, I mean, I rank number one for how to market a product online. And I have for a long time. In fact, I should probably check that again. Sure. So that's my theory on free traffic. Sure. So the fact that you were doing well with traffic anyway, Google then ranked you as as first place as well, and you got even more traffic on top. So that's pretty awesome. So let's go through some of these other traffic methods that you use. One major source of traffic for a lot of people is affiliate traffic. Do you have any tips for getting affiliate traffic? For affiliate traffic, you're talking about JVs? Yeah, I guess so. For example, um, Ryan Dice the other day, he did a big launch for his latest product, Authority ROI, and he had lots of affiliates mailing out for him. So do you know how that is done? Yeah, I've I've done some of that. It's not my – so the way I see it in the affiliate world, one, for anybody that's a a newbie that's listening is kind of wondering how would you even start with an affiliate program – the program is just you have a shopping cart software that allows you to give a tracking link to a friend or another website owner. When they send you traffic, it tracks the, the sales from that, and then you're able to pay that person a commission for traffic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the software that I use for it is Nanocast. A lot of guys use Infusionsoft and you know, the, the most popular thing that people are doing today is they're, you know, getting you know, a couple of friends in the industry and they do a big product launch and, you know, John will email out for you and Michael will email out for you and Billy Bob and Susan, they'll all email out for you. And I call that a JV promotion. But what I specialize in more more of is turning my customers into affiliates. And there's no better salesman in, there is no better salesman in the world 
than someone who has just bought your product and is happy that they bought it. Mm-hmm. If you can show that person, you know, look, you just bought this product. I know you like it. That's why you bought it. Did you know that you can get paid for telling your friends about it? And then I immediately give them an affiliate link and I show them how to promote it. And those are the people. That's how you can go viral with your with your traffic is you're bringing in these customers and now your customers are becoming an affiliate army for you. The other thing that I've done, I like to do long-term affiliate traffic, long-term affiliate partnerships. I don't really like the – I think product launches are great, but I'm a, more of a long-term guy. I would do a product launch as a one-phase thing. I wouldn't do, like, a product launch and then a product launch and then a product launch. So you launch the product, get all that buzz, do everything, and then ongoing what I do is I approach a, an owner of a website and I tell them, I send them a one-sentence email. And, and it's important that I send them a one-sentence email because you don't know this person. You don't have a, a relationship with them yet. If you send them an affiliate pitch, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's spam. They're not going to read it. They're not going to reply. So it's a one-sentence email, and it's geared specifically just to get a reply so that now we have a conversation. It's not a conversation until they reply. Now, one sentence is... Um, hey, I was checking out your website. I put their website name, and I was wondering if you take paid advertising. Okay. If you accept paid advertising. Mm-hmm. That's all I send them. And it's basically like, hi, I saw your website. I would like to know if you would allow me to give you money. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, it's real It's real easy for them to read. It's a one-sentence thing, real easy for them to reply to. 70% of the people that I, that I send it to say, yes, what were you thinking about? And then, you know, we start going from there. And sometimes you find out that they'd be willing to accept paid advertising at a really low price. A lot of website owners out there do not know what to price their advertising at. And if they're giving you a really low price, shut up and take it. Don't give them an affiliate link where you have to give them 50% percent of your sales mm-hmm. i have had website owners with massive traffic tell me oh yeah i'll put a banner up for a hundred dollars a month <laughs> oh, I'll, t- I'll take that all day long i don't even go but if they tell me a price that's higher than i would like to pay then i tell them i give them this email sure i say okay i say okay great that sounds fine um i could definitely uh pay that however I want to have a long-term relationship with you, and I don't want you to find out about this down the road, but a lot of my affiliates are making more than what you would be charging me. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you'd rather be an affiliate. I can set you up in 24 hours. I'll get you the link. You can promote it, and then you will be making more money than I would be paying. Or if you just want to keep it simple and you want me to just pay you know, the lower fee, I'll pay that. Let me know what you want to do. Most of the time, they want to become an affiliate. Very cool. Are you going 50-50 with them, Justin? Do you have a rule of thumb when it comes to splitting the sale? really depends on what's being sold. For my service business, there's no way that I could give Mm 50-50. So it's more of a a 10% or we we do a referral fee for people for that. If it's an info product, it depends if it's a front end. A lot of times, I'll do 100% commission on a front end product. I used to sell a $1 ebook and I would give 100% on that and we paid out instantly. So people would promote 
And then, bam, all of a sudden they would see all these uh, payments coming in into their PayPal, and they'd get all excited about that and want to promote it. Uh, so if it's a front-end product, sometimes I'll give away 100%. Most of the time, you know, it's it's you know somewhere between twenty five and fifty percent. My next question is, what are solo ads, and do you have any tips on how we can use those in our business? Solo ads are one of the most successful traffic methods we're using right now, and you know a lot of people call it dedicated emails. Um, you can call it a lot of different things. What it is is finding someone who has a large email list like a newsletter or, you know, some sort of subscribership, and you approach this person and you ask them if they would be willing to send out an email. A solo, you know, the reason why it's called a solo ad is nothing else is in the email except for your offer. So you would send out an email to their email list to contact these people. That's what makes it not spam. They have permission to, to write to these people. They send out your advertisement on your behalf to their subscribers, and now all those people are going over to your website. So do you have any tips as to how we can approach people and arrange a solo ad with someone? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You, know, you go to their website, and you look to see if they're collecting emails. Uh, you know, They'll have either a newsletter sign-up box or some sort of opt-in form. And if they do, I write to them and say, hey, I saw your website. I saw that you have a newsletter. Do you accept paid advertising? Okay. And I just get that conversation started. Once the conversation is started, now we can start negotiating a little bit. They'll write me back and they'll say, yes, we do. Uh, here are the options. And then, you know, from there I might go the affiliate route or from there I might say, well, you know, that price is just a little bit more than I wanted to pay. I would be happy to pay that in the future. Can you give me a better rate on the first email so I could test it out? And if it works, then I'd be happy to pay your normal rate. And a lot of times they'll jump for that. How do solo ads differ from ad swaps? Do you have any tips for ad swaps? Well, ad swaps is instead of you paying to go out to their list, you're sending out an email to your list on their behalf, and they're sending out an email to their list on your behalf. So you're just trading, and that's a great strategy. It's something that people have to be really careful about, though, because if you do that too much, then you're sending out a lot of offers to your email list, and then you you can burn out your subscribers really quickly. So if you do this too much, then your subscribers are going to be like, what? Like, I subscribed to you. I didn't subscribe to all these other guys. I didn't subscribe to you to see an advertisement every single day. And so just, you know, be careful how much you do this. I do it every once in a while. What I really like to do, I like to pay other people. I like to keep my list really, really clean. I don't do a whole lot of JV promotions, affiliate promotions. I do them very seldom only for the absolute best products or, you know, people that are real friends. That way I keep my list real clean and, um, you know, it's, it's much more powerful for me that way. Then, you know, if they, get, if they start getting used to another advertisement every single day, I feel like it starts watering down their response rate. What are your favorite places to run PPC or banner ads? For banner ads, I would say advertising.com. Advertising.com, AdReady, or AdKnowledge. Those are you know, Ad, AdReady 
is the the Yahoo outlet for banner ads. So if you want to be able to post, so just like on Google, you have the Google Content Network, mm-hmm. and you can put banner ads, and they'll go out on all the websites where Google has AdSense ads or whatever. Uh, AdReady is kind of the Yahoo version of that. So if you want to place ads on the Yahoo properties, you go through AdReady. Advertising.com is the AOL version of that. So if you want ads to go out on the AOL properties, then you would use advertising.com. Those are some great places to place banner ads. Another one is sitescout.com. Mm-hmm. However, with sitescout, it's what they call remnant traffic. And remnant traffic, see, if you approach a website owner directly and you do a, a media buy with them, a media buy, a media is just space. That's all that, that word means, the fancy word for space. So if you do a media buy with another website owner directly, that's the best traffic quality you're going to get. You're, you're going to pay more, but you're getting the priority. Mm-hmm. The next level down is the ad networks, and then the next level below that is remnant traffic. Now, remnant traffic isn't bad traffic, but you've got to imagine that these are you know the last impressions. It's kind of the leftover traffic. So with Site Scout, you're using remnant traffic. It's the leftover traffic. You really need to have a mass appeal offer. If you want to try and sell your how to make your parent talk or how to potty train your cat or you know, pet lobster secrets or whatever, you, you know, that's probably not going to work with remnant traffic. What works with remnant traffic is how to lose weight, how to make money online, how to get rich, how to, you know, the mass appeal stuff, stuff that, like, anybody in the world would be interested in. So that's for banner ads. But you asked me about PPC, and PPC I see is differently – for the most part, I run all of my PPC ads. It's pay-per-click through Facebook. Google AdWords, and like I said about SEO, you know, Google has just so many rules. They've made everything so complicated. There's so many places where you can get traffic where the only rule is, did you pay your bill? And are you not doing anything, you know, illegal or, or hateful or hurtful to someone? So, I mean, if you're doing things legit and you're paying your bill, then you get you you buy your clicks and everybody's good. But Google has all these rules and stipulations and everything like that. So I like to go through Facebook and even Facebook lately has been getting a lot of rules and everything. And it's just because when you become a really large traffic network, you attract the bad apples and the bad apples come in and that's where all the rules come from. But I really love Facebook. I mean, Facebook, you have half the world. Half the world is on Facebook mm-hmm. for half the day. You know, these people aren't on Facebook for like two minutes. These people are on Facebook and they're leaving a tab open on their computer all day. Uh-huh. Half the world's on it for half the day. Pretty good place to start. What is retargeting and how can that help us? Right, so retargeting is for for many years. All of advertising, actually. You know, you, you did an advertisement, and if that person, you know, went to your website and you didn't collect a lead or a sale, then they were gone. You disappear, you spent your money, and it's gone. You have to spend your money again to try and bring that person back. But with retargeting, 
you put a code on your website and now you're tagging people. So if somebody comes to you, you buy an advertisement, let's say a Facebook ad, they come to your website, the code tags them, and now as they start browsing other websites out around on the web, they're seeing your banner ads. And they're, wow, that's a coincidence. I was just on that website. <laughs> and then they see your banner ads on another, on another website and another website, and they're like, oh, my gosh. These guys' banner ads are everywhere. You must be really popular. And the other thing that it really does for you is you have to realize that life is going on for your visitor. Your visitor is not like some robot who is just so happy about your website that they're not going to do anything else in life until they complete whatever sequence that you've designed for them. No, they've got kids flying in the background, a boss looking over their shoulders, whatever's going on in life. So they may see your ad, and they're interested, so they go to your website, and then their boss walks by, and they have to quickly shut down the, all, the, the, all the tabs on their computer, or the kid starts crying, or dinner's ready, or they have to go to work, whatever's happening in life, so that they end up walking away from your website, closing down their browsers. Now, later on that night, they're on YouTube, or they're on some other website, and bam, here comes an advertisement about the website they were on earlier. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was looking to buy that thing. Let me go back there. It's, it's a super powerful method. And when you combine retargeting, when you put that little that code in your solo ads, hello, that is huge. So now you're dropping an email out to these 100,000 subscribers, they open the email, it tags them, and now all of a sudden they start seeing your banner ads all over the web. This is something we do for our clients, and it is killing it. We do Facebook with retargeting and email. They're seeing your ads in email, then they log into Facebook later on, they see your ads on Facebook, then they go out on the web and they see your ads all out on the web because of retargeting. It's just, it's huge. You swarm them. You're everywhere they go. Brilliant. This little code that helps us stalk them everywhere they go on the web, where do we actually get that from? You get that from the networks that you join. My favorite network to do retargeting in is Perfect Audience. Okay. There's a lot of them out there, though. Uh, Perfect Audience is uh, you can get in for a really good price. They have uh, great quality traffic. They have uh, you know prices, uh, CPMs, and stuff like that. So. If you're looking, and they have great customer service, they have a great interface, they have a lot of flexibility in you know what they allow you to do and creating segments and all that stuff. Uh, I like Perfect Audience a lot, and, and you get the code right right from inside their uh, you know their interface. You mentioned earlier about CPV traffic. Where can we buy that? Trafficvance.com is the best place to buy that kind of traffic. It, you know, there's other networks, I mean, direct CPV, but, I mean, Traffic Vance is the king. It's, it's the best. However, you have to you have to come in with at least $1,000. You get to use that $1,000, but you have to have a minimum deposit of $1,000. And even if you have that money, you still have to have someone in the network who will vouch for you. So not just anybody can join that network. And that's why they have some of the best traffic, because they have the filters to make sure that only good people and people that are serious, uh, you know, with serious budgets are, are joining. But if you want to get started for a lower price and you want to test it out, directcpv.com is a place where you can jump in for 
I think it's $50 minimum or maybe it's $200 minimum. My next question is, what factors will determine whether we get a positive ROI? A lot of people lean on the traffic and they blame the traffic for the ROI. Mm -hmm. But just like a man and a woman can't have a child, uh, you know, a man can't have a child by himself. A woman can't have a child by himself. So it, it takes two. So it's the traffic and the page that you send them to. So many people create a page and they're in love with their sales page because they wrote the copy or they designed it or, you know, a lot of times they've spent so much money on that page that they're in love with it. They're high-fiving their designer and then they go turn on the and it doesn't give them an ROI. You know, they're paying $1,000 and only earning $100 or maybe they don't earn anything at all. So they blame the traffic. But what's really to blame, what I believe the most blame is, is on the page, your sales page. Wherever you send the traffic to, that's the thing that does the conversions. Mm-hmm. So if, if your page can't convert the traffic into sales, it's not necessarily the traffic's fault. It's more so the sales page's fault. But it takes two because there's a campaign that I've had before where I was using, it was a weight loss campaign, and a weight loss banner, it, it, it looked great. It was all about weight loss, and I was sending that traffic over to the landing page, but I wasn't framing the person correctly. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit too vague. And then once I framed the person correctly, so for instance, before, it was just a general weight loss ad, like, mm-hmm. you know, it was a happy woman, you know, a skinny happy woman, and it was like uh, weird tricks to weight loss. Click here to find out. It was real vague. That wasn't the actual copy, but I don't have the ad in front of me. But it was real vague like that. Then what we did, it was this. This the sales letter was about uh, green coffee bean extract, which is really popular right now. And this green coffee bean extract is uh, helping people lose weight. So we changed the banner to be a picture of a big giant green coffee bean, and then we said. Um, is this the weight loss bean? Find out how this weight loss bean, find out how this bean is helping people lose weight and have more energy. So we framed that person correctly. Anybody who saw that ad, they're thinking weight loss and they want to know more about this bean. So now when they hit my sales page or my landing page and they see that it's about the bean, they're in the right frame of mind. They actually want to hear more about this thing. So then, you know, that's when the conversions takes place. But if the page didn't convert the visitors still, you know, if it was a horrible VSL, then it doesn't matter. So it takes, but you really focus on your landing pages, your sales pages. Cool. And my final question today, Justin, is what tools will show us what is working and what isn't? Is there anything that will tell us how successful we are being with our traffic? Yes, um, you know I developed my own tool called Pixel Track. That's P-I-X-E-L-T-R-A-K-K. Um, you can use whatever you want. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's Hyper Tracker, CPV Lab, Google Analytics, Infusionsoft, HubSpot. And there's there's so many things out there. What you really need to find what is really key to tracking your traffic, and you should also also be doing split testing which means you're, you're using two different pages, you're rotating them with one link 
so that you your visitors are seeing two different pages so you know which page is increasing your results. Uh-huh. What's most important is that you use a tool that will be easy for you to use because if it's not easy for you to use, if it's not easy and fast, you're not going to do it. That's what I find a lot of, you know, Google Analytics is free, but it's not very easy to use for most people. It's really easy to go in there, copy paste the code, put it on your website, and then you can go in there every once in a while and you can check and see, oh, I've got 1,100 clicks mm-hmm. and they're spending an average of three minutes on my, on my website. But anything other than that, like if you want to find out conversions and referral paths and if you want to get the real analytic data out of there it's kind of hard you have to know where to look you have to do the right things and stuff so just make sure whatever you use is really easy that's what i built pixel track for i'm trying to solve that problem out in the world that that tracking and split testing is too hard pixel track we try and make it the brain dead easy version of it we're not the almighty all-powerful all the bells and whistles version, which is the, you know, real simple, plain and easy version. Use whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be my thing. You use whatever's going to be easiest for you. Awesome, Justin. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You've shared so much brilliant information with us today. Where can we get more of this kind of information from you? Well, I've got a blog over at imscalable.com. It's I-M-S-C-A-L-A-B-L-E.com forward slash blog. And, we, you know, it's a traffic blog. We've got a bunch of articles there about paid traffic, free traffic, optimization, industry news, resources, stuff like that. Or you can hang out with me on Facebook over at facebook.com forward slash traffic strategist. And I usually post uh, a tip or a thought every day on there about traffic. Or, you know, sometimes I read a really good article or see a good video and I'll post it on there. If anyone is interested in Pixel Track, where can they go for that? You just go to pixeltrack.com. You get a free 30-day trial, no credit card needed or anything like that. You know, we feel like if you don't like it, then don't pay. So go there, test it out, full, no, no restrictions, whatever. Uh, it's just pixeltrack.com, P-I-X-E-L-T-R-A-K-K.com. Sounds good. Okay, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Please make sure that you go check out Justin's blog and his Facebook because he's always posting great stuff. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for doing this interview with me today. It's been great. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for allowing me to be in front of your audience, and I hope everybody's found this really helpful. The Online Marketing Show, every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.